lean into what you really want and let go of the fear because you have just as much of a chance at being successful at something you love than at something you hate. Actually, wait, let me rephrase that because you actually have more of a chance at being successful at doing what you love than at something you hate because you will naturally have so much more drive and enthusiasm to do the work it'll take for you to get there. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Shine and Thrive podcast. I love that you keep tuning in. I'm so grateful because I'm on a mission to show people that it's so possible to do and have what they want whenever they want it in life and business. And I'm just, yeah, I'm so grateful you're here. And today I'm really excited to talk about a topic that has helped propel my business to where it is now in a huge way. Like this has been a huge catalyst in my life and business. And uh, it's basically, I'm going to break down the pros and cons of generalizing versus specializing. And I'll also take you behind the scenes of my story of how I kind of came to specialize and why I chose to go that route. So I've had experience with both generalizing as a photographer and specializing, and I can confidently say that I much prefer specializing. I think you guys can tell. So I'll give you the reasons why when I lay out the pros and cons for each of them. But first, I will say that there is no right or wrong path here. It's just about paying attention to what works best for you, what sets your soul on fire. So it's so possible to start off as a wedding photographer knowing you love photography but not quite knowing what you want to focus on shooting yet. And that's okay. It's because you don't know what you love to document most yet, and that's just a part of your discovery journey. It's through trying out and photographing different things or situations or people that gets you closer to realizing what you love shooting most. It's also possible to start out right away knowing exactly what you want to focus on shooting, I've had mentoring sessions on both sides of the spectrum where one person was so confused on what they wanted to focus on, yet another knew exactly right away what got them most excited. For me, for example, I was confused as fuck. Coming out of college, coming out of the photography program, I was so confused. Um, So actually nine years ago when I was about to graduate, I actually told this story in my first podcast episode ever. So it's a deeper uh, story if you tune into the first podcast episode. Here I'll do like a quick kind of recap of it because it provides context of how I got to where I am. So nine years ago, I first thought I wanted to go into fashion photography actually. And that's because that's where I thought I could be the most creative. But then Story Wilkins walked in and did a presentation for the whole class on her wedding photography. She did like a slideshow to music that was so impactful. And it changed my perspective on that. Like she basically flipped me 180 from wanting to do fashion photography to wanting to document moments. She helped me realize that it was about people. 
Like I wanted to freeze emotional moments in time for others. So they always had those photos to look back on. So after that, I tried shooting everything to do with people, families, babies, maternity, couples, weddings, events. I did it all. But I felt like I wasn't getting much traction and everything just felt so confusing and overwhelming to me. Then came along Jeff Yoakum, who coached me into specializing. And again, this if you want to hear the whole story, check out episode number one of my podcast. So he taught me that through specialization, I could focus all my energy on what I loved shooting most and then get really good at it and then get known for that. And since I would be so specialized, I could charge premium. So I clearly decided to focus on weddings and more specifically, documenting weddings for free-spirited and sentimental couples. I specialized myself so much that I got to photograph what I loved most, which are wedding moments, and work with people I felt like I could be myself around. This led to getting really good at what I did specifically and being able to charge more for my work. And in my world, this is what it means to live the dream. So now let me outline for you the pros and cons of generalizing and specializing. Breaking down these for you can help you decide what path you think speaks more to you. Okay, so let's start with generalizing. So here are the pros. Number one, you get to have variety in what you photograph. Number two, you can challenge your creativity more since you are photographing different types of scenarios, which can broaden your creative horizons. Okay, so those are the pros. Cons. Okay, number one for the cons. It can feel overwhelming to stay well organized. You have to create pricing PDFs, contracts, email templates, questionnaire templates, workflow systems, etc. for each category you photograph. Marketing. Oh yeah, con number two. Marketing can feel confusing because it's not clear on exactly what you do and who your target market is. Number three, you can easily be forgotten about, which could mean less referrals. So if it's not clear of what you do exactly, meaning you're not the first one to come to mind when someone's friend is getting married and they're looking for a wedding photographer because you post that you are also shooting babies and families and products, branding sessions, etc., And number four, and in the end, if you're good at everything, you're great at nothing. So if greatness means a lot to you, then generalizing may not be for you. Okay, so now let me break down the pros and cons of specializing. So pros. Number one, your confidence levels increase because you get really great at that one thing. Number two, You stay memorable to people because it's easy for them to remember exactly what you're great at. Number three, it's so much easier to stay organized and on top of everything, creating pricing PDFs, contracts, email templates, questionnaires, workflow systems, etc. because you only have to create all those things once and keep them updated. So think of it as like one product SKU. So pro number four. You're able to charge a lot more because you are seen as the expert. Number five, you get to focus on what you love photographing most. Number six, you get to connect with your clients on a deeper level because you actually have the time and energy to do so by being so organized on the back end and not always playing catch up and juggling all sorts of shoots. Pro number seven, the better you get at your craft, the more you can innovate in that space to create an even more memorable experience for your clients. 
Pro number eight, (laughs) there's a lot of these, your marketing strategy on Instagram and your website gets so much easier because you know exactly what you do and why. Your messaging is clear. If people constantly see you posting wedding photos, for example, and nothing else, it's very clear that you're a wedding photographer and you're more likely to come to mind when their friends are looking for a wedding photographer. Okay, so those are all the pros. Now, let me tell you the cons of specializing. Cons. Con number one. You have less variety in what you photograph. And that's it. That's the only con I came up with. And yep, I know it's just one con. And it's not because I prefer specializing. It's genuinely the one con that came to mind. And remember, I used to generalize for four years. So this is me speaking from personal experience. Um, So to me, that's not even a con because I just love what I do so much and I feel like I have enough variety because I'm always telling new stories for different people and the locations are always changing and, and even the weather. I'm always dealing with weather. So to me, that's a lot of variety. But I know what you're thinking. <laughs> but Sarah, if I specialize, won't I miss out on bookings or bookings? Won't I miss out on booking more shoots and making more money since I'll be pigeonholing myself into one category? The answer is no. And again, I say this from experience. The riches are in the niches, if you guys heard that expression. I kind of wish, whenever I hear that expression, I wish that I didn't have to say niches because I actually prefer to say niche, but riches doesn't rhyme with niche. So (laughs) the riches are in the niches. So experts are the ones that are trusted most and get paid the most. It's just a pattern that is across the board true. Now, I'm not saying that once you choose to focus on photographing weddings, that that's all you can shoot and you can no longer take on any other kind of work. That's not true at all. If you choose to specialize because you want to focus on what you love shooting most and become the expert in that, that's where you would focus on marketing. So so that it's you know easy for you to communicate what you do, who you serve, and how you do what you do. But then you'll actually still get random inquiries on the side to photograph other things with people saying something along the lines of this. Hey, I know you shoot weddings, but I love your work so much. The way you capture feeling and emotion speaks so much to me. Would you be up for doing a family session for us? Guess what? In that moment, when you get that inquiry, you can decide for yourself if you'll still take that on or not. Maybe you feel a good vibe coming from them and you have the time to take on another session. So you say, yeah, sure. Maybe money feels tight and you need to do what you need to do to bring in more income. Or if you have your boundaries set and you know that if you say yes to this, then it'll mean a no to something like quality time with your partner or simply relaxing, then you can simply respond to them like this. Thanks so much. I'm so grateful you reached out, but I'm focused on weddings right now only so that I can keep a healthy work-life balance intact. Here's a list of referrals for you of photographers that are hopefully available. I hope this helps you on your search. So see how it's possible for you to still have it all and more through specializing. Now, I know in this episode, I clearly prefer specializing, but maybe one of you will have your own powerful why of why you love to generalize and you can take that on as a challenge for yourself of staying maybe well organized on the back end while providing an amazing experience for your clients. while also having a healthy work-life balance. So if you really want it, that's totally possible. Um, I mean, I highly believe that if someone wants something bad enough, they can make it happen. So I mainly wanted to create this episode to help empower you to make a decision that's best for you. 
Just remember, whatever you are leaning towards, ask yourself why. Why am I leaning towards generalizing, for example? Is it because of a fear of not bringing in enough bookings when I commit to that one thing? Or is it because I equally equally love so many of the things I photograph that I would become unhappy and unfulfilled as an artist to let any of them go? Or if you're leaning towards specializing, also ask yourself, why? Why am I leaning towards specializing? Is it because I want to bring in more income for me and my family? Is it because I'm tired of feeling like I have to shoot everything in order to make money? Is it because I want to excel and grow to be the best I can in one area to provide an exceptional experience for clients, etc.? There are so many questions you can ask yourself. It's also powerful to know what's driving your decision because then you can see if you are making it out of fear or out of what you really want to do. And there's a huge difference between the two. I say lean into what you really want and let go of the fear because you have just as much of a chance at being successful at something you love than at something you hate. Actually, wait, let me rephrase that because you actually have more of a chance at being successful at doing what you love than at something you hate because you will naturally have so much more drive and enthusiasm to do the work it'll take for you to get there. Also, okay, one more important thing that I want you to know so that in case you choose to transition from generalizing to specializing so that you don't panic at this point, this is key. So if you choose to transition into specializing, just know that you may experience a dip like I did where the increase for shoots you let go of start to fall off because you're focusing, because in that time you'll be focusing on marketing on one thing, but stay in it. So I experienced this myself and you can hear more about it in episode number one, but this is just a simple phenomenon of people. Ooh, something like a phenomenon. Oh my God, I had to say that. (laughs) So I haven't heard that song in a while. Okay, but this is just a simple phenomenon of people realizing that you don't do a certain thing anymore. And then they just, then you just need the time uh, to gain traction of all the new people that will be interested in what you're focusing on. So it just takes time. Keep pushing through because when you make it to the other side, you'll be able to do what you love and get paid really well for it. It's so freaking worth it. So yay, that's it for this episode. I hope this helps you as much as it helped me almost six years ago now. This knowledge has been a huge freaking catalyst to where I am today and I'm so happy that I got to share it with you. So make sure to share this with a friend if you think this could help uh, help them because how amazing would it be if more of the world gets to do what they love and get paid really well for it. So thanks for tuning in and I'm so grateful for you and I'll see you next week. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica Photo. That's Sarah No H Monica with a K Photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. 
In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet the irony is the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. Plus, tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.